Welcome to Career Case Study, a podcast presented by the Carroll School of Management at Boston College. Today's episode features Mitch Wood, a first-year MBA student at the Carroll School. Prior to business school, Mitch worked at Bemis Associates, a small manufacturing company outside of Boston, where he was a sales manager for the U.S. and China region. Mitch graduated from Willamette University in 2013 with a degree in Chinese and economics. Mitch, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Excited to be on. Same here. Same here. Inaugural episode. How are you feeling? I'm feeling great. A little nervous. A little nervous. A lot of eyes around here, but, you know, we'll see what I can do. Absolutely. Cool. So let's just jump right into it. Um, what led you to pursue a career in sales um, and particularly at a manufacturing company? So it wasn't intended. Uh, <laughs> coming out of uh, college, I was looking more towards the financial route. Um, and uh, back then, the job market was not great coming out of the recession. So when I was applying to companies, I wanted to try and leverage either my financial background or my background in Chinese. And it led me to Beam Associates. They were a manufacturing company with about 90% of their products being sold in China. And so they wanted to bring in a market research uh, analyst at the time to come in and just do some uh, analysis on uh, Chinese culture and then just documentation, doing some analysis on uh, being able to interpret. So I started there as a research analyst and uh, some way, somehow, started working into more of a marketing and sales role. Okay. And then uh, after three years of being with the company, I was uh, finally promoted and uh, started my career in sales. So it definitely was not something that I was uh, intended, right. but definitely glad it happened. Uh, sales is a pretty interesting role to be in. So when you moved over more to the sales function, did that require a lot more travel? Were you visiting with customers a lot more than just doing research kind of behind the desk? Yeah, I, I was on the road 75% of the time. Um, international travel was part of uh, you know my responsibilities. Spent a lot of time in, uh, in Asia, specifically China. Um, but yeah, you're, you're on the road a lot. You, could, you definitely move a, you know, away from being behind the desk. Gotcha. So your organization basically had partner firms over in China that were manufacturing goods, and you were overseeing that and kind of managing the relationship there. Yeah, exactly. They're, they uh, had customers, which were the factories, in Asia. Can you talk about your customers? I cannot talk about <laughs> our customers, unfortunately. Okay, so. Cool customers, though. I, I, I vouch for them. Um, so we but, probably uh, own products from these customers. You probably do, <laughs> to, okay. some, to some degree. Fair enough, fair enough. Um, but, uh, yeah, there's factories in, in China, which are their direct customers, and they had uh, owned facilities in those reason, regions. And so when we go over there, we would usually coordinate with our staff there and then go and make sales calls or, uh, you know, technical calls to... Uh, uh, the factories. Okay, gotcha. Um, so this was the only job that you had prior to business school, correct? It was. So what made you decide to go back to school then? So um, I, I knew I needed to get more training. Um, I need. I know. I knew that if I wanted to progress my career, I needed an MBA. It just. It just seems like that's kind of the trend nowadays. Um, the other thing that I, I I was really interested in from my time at being at Bemis was that when you go to these factories, you'd see how technology was completely transforming. Uh, the warehouses and factories, and that was just amazing to watch, just within a five-year span or four-year span. Yeah. Um, and uh, so I, I wanted to kind of transition into new fields, specifically technology, and I thought that going and getting uh, my MBA and getting exposure to different industries and working with people from the industries I was interested in uh, would be the best path to go. Understood. 
So one question that I get a lot, I'm sure you do too, is why did you decide to go back full-time versus part-time versus all the online programs that are out there? I guess, why full-time for you? Yeah, I, I, uh, so I think that's kind of the big question that everyone has to stare down at some point. Um, early on, I, I, was, I wanted to go part-time because I wanted to save money and, and not live without um, any cash flow coming in. Yeah. Um, but I talked to so many people, and it just seemed that the, the, the part-time program of completing your MBA in three years got extended to another year, and then another issue popped in, and then it became like a seven-year part-time program. Right. And so it just didn't seem like that fit my timeline. And so the two-year, though you're not, you're not working, um, seemed just to be a better option. You, you get in, you get it done, and you walk out with the education that you're looking for. Okay. So when you were looking at programs, what were the main um, decision points for you? Was it certain degrees that, or I should say concentrations that you were looking into, certain locations? Um, obviously, certain schools, we'll get into that in a little bit. But I guess, did you look at certain schools and say they have a strong XYZ concentration, hence why I'm going to apply? Yeah, so, I mean, the, the first criteria was I want to be in Boston area okay. um, with an uh, extraordinary amount of technology and business that's uh, coming to this area. I wanted to kind of establish my roots here. Um, and then knowing that, I, I looked at a couple of the other programs, obviously including BC, and uh, tried to get a better sense of what their expertise was. Um, from BC, what I really liked was the focus on data analytics. Okay. And uh, just from, um, you know, being a manufacturing perspective and seeing how um, my customers were integrating data analytics into their normal day to day, I thought that that would be a trend that would be good to uh, jump on the bandwagon now. And so data analytics and Boston College's focus on it was a a huge factor in my decision to come here. Okay. So I guess, can you elaborate a little bit more on why BC versus all the other schools that are based in Boston, as we all know, that, that there's tons of great programs around here. Yeah, I, I think that when you look at the other programs, there was just they had expertise in other areas, like Babson's more entrepreneurial focused, yeah, yeah. Um, BU's more healthcare focused. Um, you know, those programs just have a different vibe to them, and they're going to place you in places that, you know, if that's what your concentration is, that's where you're going to go. And yeah, yeah, I no, didn't. I, get it. I just didn't really. Um, have that drive to pursue those those particular fields. Um, I thought Boston College also had a good diversity of people within different fields mm-hmm. um, or people within different diverse fields is probably the better way to say it. And so that was appealing to me. Someone that wanted to work in tech, um, that's not really just a honed in, very specific field. Tech is used in many different industries. And so I wanted to have those options open. Yeah. Absolutely. Cool. Um, So one of the biggest things here for a a first year student is the internship process. Um, Can you talk a little bit about some of, you know, your experience with the internship process at DC, maybe some of the internship opportunities that you um, were pursuing back in the fall and any internships that you've now secured and and just talk a little bit about how, you know, that's helping you shape your next career move. Yeah, it'll probably be good uh, later on when you interview other people. I, I got pretty lucky with my <laughs> internship uh, search. Uh, I received uh, an offer in the fall, which is uh, uh, not not the typical way of doing business. Um, but in terms of like the inst- internship process, I think 
you spend a lot of your time uh, investing um, or investing your time there trying to pursue relationships and, and networking. Um, at least you should be. Um, there's a lot of resources available to you, but you have to be the person that drives um, those resources to work for you. So if you just rely on, you know, um, our career services or rely on companies coming in and uh, pulling you into their internship program, it's not going to work out. So um, it's a lot of times, a lot of process, but I, I mean, I think the network networking that you make yeah. with companies outside of the internship that you're going to have uh, pays off. Um, I still talk to people that I won't be working for in the summer. So it's a great process, really rewarding, but you, you have to put in a lot of effort, and it can't be time-consuming. Gotcha. Can you talk a little bit about your specific internship that you're going to be um, part of this summer? Absolutely. So I'll be interning with Dell, their marketing group. Uh, a couple of us actually are going to be working there. Uh, Josh Sugarman, to be specific. Um, but uh, we, um, I'll be in the Hopkinton, which is just outside of Boston, and then spending part-time down in um austin working with uh headquarters okay still still uh waiting to hear what the specific instructions uh are going to be but it's going to be basically project based um and so it'll be sure. a project within the marketing group and uh should be fun okay so what's one big key takeaway that you've had now that you're almost finished with your first year of school kind of how have your how have your beliefs um or um how have your beliefs about business changed over this last year? If, if they have at all. If my beliefs about the MBA program? No, 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 not about the MBA program. How have your perceptions about um, business changed since enrolling in the program? You, you just get a, a different context to uh, what's going out there in, in the business world. So coming from a manufacturing perspective, I had an idea of what was a good job and what I need to know to be successful. Um, so, like, when you're in class, for example, um, there's things that you're going to get and people aren't going to get, and you're going to think, this is so simple. Why doesn't anyone else get this? Yeah. And then there's going to be classes that you're going to be in, and you're going to have no idea what the teacher is saying, and you'll look to your left and right, and people are done. Um, you just get a better understanding that there are different skill sets uh, out there uh, that lead you to success in different industries, and that... You know, I, I think one of the, the key points is to always stay, to being successful, that is, is always stay in a learning mentality. Is, is know that you don't know everything in the world and that you should be open to try and find new ways to do things or uh, find information or insight that can help you in the future. Great. Well, that's all the time that we have for today. So thank you, Mitch, for being our inaugural guest here on this podcast. Uh, thanks for taking the time. Great. Thanks for having me.